Welcome yep. to another episode of Barbells and Banter, brought to you by STC Fit. Oos. Boom. Yeah, sound bite that, because that's not um, telephone Jason voice. Yeah, it was real voice. He's going fucking down. Fuck that guy. I want to annihilate that dude. Fuck that guy. You know, people are like, you need to be better than the person you were. Guy's fucked. <laughs> just, just can't get on my level now. Telephone yeah. Jason is dead. Yeah. We're going to break the millennial pause. Yeah. Agreed. How are you, Ben? Good. Yeah? Yeah. That's good. Yep. Episode's done. Yeah. My dog's sick, but um. Yeah. Okay. It's always rough when the dogs are sick, man. Mm. Andy, like, never get sick. Give it a day, I reckon. She's been to the... I reckon she's been to the vet, like, four times her whole life. I feel like they'd be a really good vet in Gisborne, for some reason. There is a vet there. I don't know if they're good. Yeah. But I, you would think that they're good. Yeah, just, yeah. It's just animal... Lots of animals. Yeah. You know, we I don't know. The... It's a very, very, very loose reason why I think that. <laughs> <laughs> Cause country Cause lots Cause of animals there fucking a thousand kangaroos <laughs> On the golf course Yeah That was, that was incredible um, Yeah we went to the Anzac Day Service yesterday Oh nice um, Fuck bro uh, I, there, If there's one day That makes me feel guilty About staying in bed It's, my, yeah, it's that look, fucking day I, I have to be honest yeah. I went to the 1031 Oh you did Not the dawn one I feel I worked better in, I it, worked in the morning It was the Sunday run All over again I was like Fuck Ben making me feel bad Two weeks in a row <laughs> <laughs> um, But dogs bro Fuck I'm pretty sure everyone in Gisborne owns a dog. Oh, yeah. So, like, everyone shut up. <laughs> There's this, like, fuck, he would have been, I reckon, 10 weeks old. Chocolate lab pup. Yeah. And then there was just a sea of dogs. And every time he saw one, he was just like, I must be near them. Yeah. And I must talk to them. Sick. <laughs> it was Sounds like heaven. It was awesome. So, yeah. well, that, no, it wasn't because it was like, you're standing there being respectful. Oh, you can't like move. Of a course. fucking guard of yeah. honor for soldiers coming through, course, and you're like, yeah, yeah. But there's a puppy over I there. I forgot about the actual reason why. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, it's wild. Lots of lots of very cool dogs up there too. Yeah, like lots of um, Aussie shepherds, which I love, which I would have if next if they weren't so crazy. Aussie shepherd, yeah, lots of dog hair too. Yeah, that's how I look at dogs now. <laughs> Just like how much dog hair does this yeah. dog gonna fucking expel over yeah. a lifetime? Yeah. It's like, I'm fucking struggling, man. I think I'm going to get a golden. Yeah. It's Aren't like, they like the most... It's ultimate the, family dog. That's number one dog yeah. owned for a family, right? Number one, yeah. I think. German Shepherd's probably like top three, I think. Something like that. Yeah. There's lots of um, there's lots of healers up there, actually. Yeah, it makes sense. <clears throat> so much space. Um, yeah. There's a couple of Kelpies there that like looked like working dogs. They were fucking mm. cool. Um, yeah. yeah Is that your country years. story for the week? Or do we have like a... Uh, country story. Well, yeah. So we went to the service would probably be like... That's the country story. There. We immersed ourselves in the community. Yep. Um, we also played golf with all the I have a country story. I fronted up to a kangaroo who was invading my personal <laughs> space to hit a golf ball. And he looked at me and just went, I'm going to keep eating this grass because you're not a threat. And I was like, I need to hit this golf ball and I'm not getting any closer to you. <laughs> but the golf, the golf buggy... I was like, all right, I'm fucking add myself to this golf buggy so I look even bigger. Yeah. And he moved. moved. So just putting it out there, Jace is low-key terrified of these kangaroos. 100%. They're fucking massive. There's probably... The small ones, I'm not. The big ones. The golf course actually does kangaroo tours around the course. Like it's legit fucking... There's heaps of them. Um, How many do you reckon there were? 200? I reckon there would be a thousand in the area. That's just how many you see. There was probably 200 on... Four holes. Yeah. They were fucking heaps. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's quite funny. And I know what you're thinking. Do they get hit by golf balls? I'd say yes, because I have a video evidence of it happening. <laughs> I've been doing it. 
<laughs> I'm feeling like shit for the next. It's all right. It was across the ground. It it's didn't fine. hurt him. Yeah. It definitely didn't hurt him. Yeah. Steph said the same thing. She's like, do they get hit? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. They do. But yeah. I'm like, they're, they're not going to die. Don't shit people play. <laughs> well, and then coming down the ninth, we were walking, making our way down the fairway and there was a mass accident of kangaroos. Yeah. It was like Jumanji. No, Jumanji. So, same thing happened yesterday, right? So, this is my country story that you went there for. <laughs> Awesome. So our you saw my place is on a hill, so you drive down the hill. Yep. That paddock is fucking like five hundred kangaroos live in that paddock. Oh yeah, yeah. And they just come at dusk and dawn to eat and then they leave and go wherever they go. Probably yep. to the golf course. <laughs> <laughs> so driving up there, stop sign, stop, look up, and how all those kangaroos ran across yeah. the fairway. Like Two hundred of them just came over this hill, mm. ran across the whole paddock into the next one. Mm, it's pretty cool. It was fucking wild. It's like a kangaroo bro. stampede. Yeah, that's the but, word I was looking for. Yeah, we were on the fairway, and like Man. a couple of them come up on this hill, and we're just like, "Hey, there's, there's the two-legged things with a golf club in hand." <laughs> yeah, they we're, literally waited. We're didn't just they? gonna stand here, and then we hit our shots, and as soon as we started walking, yeah. they were like, "All right, we're safe." Yeah, to there's a hundred percent some intelligence going on. Yeah, there. it's like, yeah, no. fuck. Remember when Ralph got hit with that ball? Like, <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> We can wait. Yeah. Wild. I'll tell you what. I think we were like Super cool. one hole into a lad's weekend of golf. And I remember I just like, we teed off second. I just saw this like cockatoo on the ground. And I was like, thought it would, I thought it had actually been dead for a while. Yeah. And then got to the next hole. And one of the boys was like, oh, I fucking collected oh. that cockatoo. And I was like, that just happened. And he's like, yeah. And I was like, ooh. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. Well, you, fuck, man. Sometimes like when this you happens. hit a ball, I'm like, yeah. you know, you always walk a little bit ahead. And you think you're out of harm's way. But every now and then I think about it. I'm like, fuck, that thing comes at you, bro. You're in big trouble. You're fucked. You're in big trouble. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I don't... I hit even... a um, Galar's wing. Mm. And he fuck, didn't even flinch. Yeah, I think he got it in the good spot. Was that when we were at Weza? Yeah. Yeah. I think he got it, clipped it oh, on the just, bottom bit. The noise, I was like, oh, no. Yeah. But I think it just fine. like... I think you just got like feather. Yeah. Like not where the feather connects no to bone. the bird. Yeah. yeah. It's wild. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's nuts. Um, but I think that's my country story. Yeah. Well, we'll have more country stories because we're finishing off our your project hybrid next, yeah. next coming week. Oh, weekend. actually, that's my country story. <laughs> I know. I talked about the run last week. So, mm, the, update from last week. Yep. I got the course. The incline. They sent out the course. Oh, yep. Yep. So, it shows a graph of elevation. Oh, yeah. So, so like a gradient of like how steep you can expect it. Yeah. Is it? Let me guess. It's over a very long period of time, right? <laughs> so, it goes from zero to 100 meters straight up. Yeah. And then from 100 meters to 2.6 kilometers, flat. Yeah. From 2.6 kilometers to 3 kilometers, straight up, Ooh. 60 meter elevation. Yeah. Straight down. And then from 3 kilometers onwards, flat. Awesome. So it's literally halfway, fuck you, and then finish off. So you got to get through the first half. That's going to be the mental. Yeah. So I have, to, I have to run those blocks in. Like, uh, yeah, like five minute k's. Are you gonna be like running on, um, like dirt and shit? And it's dirt. Yeah, so it's not a running track. It's or a path. It? Oh, so it's a path. It's just a dirt one. Yeah, like it's a, not cross country, but it's like a, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, where is it? Around um, Hanging Rock. Okay, where's that? On the other side of the mountain. Oh, so it's not far. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. You know where Hanging Rock is. Oh, I've heard of a place. Yeah. yeah, I don't know where it is. And shit there. Yeah, I don't know the where it is. I think I went there when I was a kid on like an excursion or something. Yeah, but yeah. I, I don't know. I don't think I've visited since. So mm. I haven't been. I to be honest, haven't been in there because there's no dogs. Every time I was up, what there, they call it, hanging rock? Like oh, it's just a rock that hangs. 
Yeah, but is it connected to a? <laughs> I'll, I'll Google some photos. For yeah, like you. how do you how do you hang a rock? Like <laughs> just because it's all volcanic. Oh, so it's there, the so shape has made yeah. it look like. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, but it's shaped. I'm pretty sure it's like shaped a cave, and they do concerts and shit out of it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. How's the confidence leading into this weekend's festivities? Um, well, we couldn't get a cart for golf, so that hurts. It's going to affect me much more it's than pretty rough. Because uh, yeah. Michael's not running, his wife is. Oh, really? So he's got the boys. So what a good move! I'll play the golf, love. Yeah, you, do you go fucking run. <laughs> and update on that: it's also going to be both days. When we are planning on teeing off and when I'm this planning on the start gun. some bullshit. Seven fucking degrees, bro. I'm going to check the update just in Tam case like, so a heat upset, wave's coming man. through. Tam's so upset. Why? I was like, we didn't get carts. Oh, it's yeah. going to be seven degrees when we tee off. It might be wet. So wear snow gear and waterproof shoes. <laughs> Tam's just like, what? what is happening? Why are you making me do Why this? did I fucking sign up for this? <laughs> hang on. Hang on. So I just, I just selected Gisborne weather. Mm. Oh look, we we're doing a. It's top. gonna be sunny though. Yeah, it's gonna be sunny. Yeah, so so we got a top of we have a top of thirteen no fourteen degrees. Oh, yeah. beautiful. So bring the sunscreen to, to put it to put that in context. Five days ago, oh. that was wet. Nah, it's we're we're good. So that was the wind like. We've made nah, the wind's good too. Five lows of five, thirteen and fourteen. Mm. Yeah, I'm thinking about bringing those. You know those heat rocks that you put in your pockets. Yeah, yeah. Just keep my hands warm. Yeah. Once the hands go and you're playing golf, it's yeah. over. Um, you know. But in terms of confidence, I'm very confident I'll finish the um, the run. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think my last one I did in 40, so I should be aiming for 35. But you yeah, know me. so 30 will be touch and go. I think with the hill, but <sighs> I ran down our hill at home yeah. the other day, and I was running four and a half minute k's. Oh yeah, to come down. Yeah, and it was easy. Got a little bit so, of help. Yeah, yeah, so it'll be interesting to see what I can actually do on flat. Do you just lean your body like enough to let it take you down? Mm, pretty much. Yeah. Longer strides. Yeah. So does that mean you do the opposite when you go up? So I was just trying to do Durham's thing. Yeah, just slightly tilt. So same cadence count, but the yeah. steps are shorter. Yeah. So up the hill. Yeah. 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 So yeah, you're still same position, same lean, same cadence, but you're obviously not moving as far. Of course. And then you're if you'll make you can it up. Keep on the, the same cadence downhill. Your steps are. Bigger. Greater, yeah. So you, you're taking the so just, yeah, it covering speeds you up yeah. naturally. Interesting. Mm. Have we put the lifting thing in the bin? Oh fuck yeah! Yeah, so yeah, lifting's yeah. not happening. So I squatted. Do you want to have an armrest or something like? I you squatted know, I like three. There needs to be three things. <laughs> I squatted one eight. I've have video evidence. I squatted one eighty. <laughs> I deadlifted two twenty. Yeah, and I benched one ten. Yeah, cool. So whatever. Happy what with that? that? What like you're gonna add it up to? So four. No math. Five ten. Four. Five ten total. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. You're going to sleep at night with those numbers? Fuck. So I woke up Sunday to go to the competition that I was supposed to be doing. Oh, yeah. And I was like, the last thing I want to do today is compete. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's Good I was really news. stressed about it. There's two things I was stressed about. Three. One, that the perceived public, because I'm so public, uh, perception coming back on me that you're a pussy and you didn't do it. Two, that I would get to the meet and be really disappointed in myself for not sticking it out and yeah. doing it. And then three people that I told that I was going to compete, like, oh, why aren't you competing, bro? No one asked. <laughs> I haven't heard from anyone else. I think I had one client message me like, oh, why aren't you doing it? Yeah. Um, and I woke up on the day like, oh, fuck. Oh, yeah, I was supposed to compete today. Mm. That sounds like a horrible idea. So, yeah, very comfortable with that decision. Do your clients 
ever like let you know that they like the fact that you like do what you do and it motivates them from a training standpoint mm. um i don't think so could that mostly they actually talk about other clients yeah i'd be interested to know so share if you're Ben's client put pressure on him. Yeah. Yeah, but I've just had a couple of my clients. They're like, oh, I really like... Now that I posted my ass, they do. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they all want glutes like me. Yeah. Um, but I think having a female yeah, well, dominated they're not probably... audience, they're not impressed yeah. with what I do with my own training. Yeah, but I've, I've, I've had a lot of feedback. I don't know if like, it's like the training per se, it's the act of doing. Yeah. Well, I had a lot of people sort of like, I'm loving watching your journey from powerlifting into running. Yeah, okay. The stuff you're doing in the gym and stuff. Does like, that put pressure on you? Um, obviously, I was scared that people would think I'm a shit because I didn't compete. So, obviously, yes. Yeah. 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 I, I, I had a couple of clients say like, oh, you know, I obviously, I've like pulled my finger out a little bit. Yeah. But that probably was actually more personal trainers that I was fearful of. Yeah. It's probably more standout people. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've had this. I I had the same. I was like, I've had a few people say like, oh, it's good to see your like. I really like to watch what you're doing. Yeah, because it makes me keeps me motivated. Yeah, and I know that that's a shitty, like you know, you can't hold on to that as like the reason that's going to get the you core to the gym. They show up, yeah, but it's helps. like it's part of the reason why they fucking probably you know yeah. hide you in the first place. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. like just that value of like walking the walk. Yeah, like. I feel like I come, I go towards it, away from it a lot. Like, mm. it's like, I shouldn't have to show up for you to show up. Like, I, you know, you're here for the system, this and that. But then I'm like... Yeah. Of course I do. Yeah. That's, of course it's, I look at what you do. Yeah. yeah. And, and of course, it's going to lean into... Like, it's going to add more than it is take away, right? Yeah. You know, if they see you, like, going to the gym when they can't be bothered, it's like, yeah. oh, fuck, you know, I probably should. Or, you know, what? I was just interested to know if you, like, place any extra pressure on yourself to kind of, like, deliver. Yeah. I definitely put pressure on myself just because I'm a PT that I should look and behave a certain way and stuff. Yeah, sure. yeah. I agree. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely do. And I, I am a little concerned at the day that I decide to move away from trying to be as big as strong as possible. Yeah. What that does to your audience. What that does to the people. It's like, I don't... Well, that was a... The skill set... That was a perceived pressure for the powerlifting comp too. Yeah. It's like, well you've got four competitors and now you're not doing it. It's like, yeah, I, well, I didn't and I had four competitors and they all did well, so. Yeah, yeah, I'm just, yeah. it's not it's not coming yet, but there will be a time when it's just like being 5'7 and yeah. 90, 90 odd kilos yeah. probably isn't something that I want to maintain. Yeah. You know, doing five days of weight training and stuff. Like, I don't know when that time comes. It's just, yeah, when you get those, those clients that are like, oh, it's fucking mad watching you, mm. you know, turn the dials up. It's like it, it keeps me makes me pumped and shit to watch yeah. that. I'm like, oh, it's obviously cool, but yeah. it's like, yeah, just what happens if I don't? Yeah, I think my community, like I said, because it's a, I'm like ninety percent female uh, audience. Start coaching women is basically saying <laughs> they all are inspired by each other, which helps. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, look, I think they all. I think that still happens, but I think. Yeah. But you're the. Yeah, still the the head of the spear yeah i feel like i feel like if you have a coach like they're just up on a pedestal that's like a little bit higher and if they're not like yeah. i don't understand why you're coaching with them like they should yeah. just be just a little bit not you don't want to be that that out of reach so they should just be like just here you yeah. know what i, I mean? think like, i think it took me a long time to get comfortable with the idea that you're maybe the hardest worker is not the right thing but it's like your expect 
I always thought my expectations of myself should be higher than my expectations of my clients. Yeah. And over the last, particularly the last two years, I've had to settle into, like, my clients train harder than me. Yeah. Like, and they are more diligent with their diet than me. Yeah. Some of them. Yeah. But I can still coach the thing. Yeah. If yeah. that makes sense. So, it's like, that that takes time. Mm. So, if you're, if you're thinking, like, oh, I'm going to transition out of, like, the bodybuilding thing into lifestyle Whatever. stuff, and then you've got a bodybuilding client, mm. it's like, you've got to be able to, you've got to be able to sit back on it and go... I've done it. I've coached it. I've got the runs on the board. I've got the medal on the chest, whatever. Mm. Like, I don't have to be... Like, I don't. I haven't tracked macros for 12 months. Yeah. But a lot of my clients are super diligent with it and are getting in fucking wicked shape doing it. Yeah. So, it's... Mm. I, th- I understand that that is a... Little pressure. Little, yeah. And little maybe some clients are like, I don't want to work with someone who's not in the trenches every day. It's like, oh, yeah. it's fine. Yeah, yeah. 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 Probably just working with a different person. Yeah. Today. Yeah. So we promised it as much as it's not going to be that exciting for the listeners. Um, <laughs> we did promise we would do a powerlifting recap. <laughs> so what's up guys? Welcome to the STC Fit Podcast where we talk about all things nutrition, training and how to live your best life. If you want some more information about coaching, our free resources and other fitness related content, be sure to check us out on our website at www.stcfit.com. All right, let's get to the episode. Let us know who, when, what, you know, results, like takeaways, you know, because yeah. you had a couple, you've had a couple of different. Two meets, yeah. Two meets, yeah, a couple of different meets. That's the word. Yeah. I'm say comp. Not shows. Shows. Is it a comp? comp? Is it a comp? You can call it We can comp. just call it, everything's a comp from this yeah, point Yeah, yeah, Sweet. You say comp, I know what you mean. I say comp, you know. <laughs> right? uh, so, first one we did was New South Wales States at Strength Tribe in Sydney. So, yep. the week after we got back from Brisbane, went up there for three of my girls. Yep. Um, so Megan was a, it was a really fucking fun prep, um, because she was getting married two weeks after. Yeah. So we had a weight class to hit. We had a body composition being, and we had a total to hit. And she's the most experienced power lifter of the group. Mm. She's done two or three platform. I think she did two novice meets, a lift off, and then four month turnaround into this. So it was like, all right, let's see where yeah. we're at. Yeah. Um, so compounds, diet, stress, etc. We had a little SIJ strain uh, a little bit before, uh, which shout out to her physio, Physio Tam, I think is her name, because um, half of my clients are in Sydney. <laughs> she's in Sydney and she's fucking great. She helps yeah. all the 1RM guys. Yeah, she's great. Very comprehensive. Like Yeah, yeah and the report yeah. I got back was yeah. mad. How good is it? Yeah. yeah. That's when you know, like, they know what's up. Yeah. 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 So that was good. Um she was fine. About three weeks out, hit all the numbers. No stress. Perfect. Perfect. Um, I will double check how much the PBs were. Seven and a half kilo PB squat, two point two five bench, and five kilo PB on the deadlift for three oh two point five kilo total. Excellent. While losing four kilos, unreal. Getting, getting promoted at work, get planning a wedding two, yeah. two weeks out. Um, so it was a pretty fucking it's amazing effort. Yeah, to be honest, hundred percent. Yeah. It was very very good. Um, and performed really well in the day as well. Good. Like executed well. Um, technique was solid. Everything was yeah. was spot on. Um, also had Irina, who is client and standout mm-hmm. PT grad, so personal trainer. Had done Irina. a novice meet years ago, yep. um, but had never gone back because every time she'd gone specific on squat bench and deadlift, her back had played up. Okay. Um, she's quite 
uh, femur dominant, let's call it. Like fucking super long thighs. Um, so really hingy squat, really hingy yeah. deadlifts. There's a lot yeah. of pressure going through the lower back yep. a lot of the time. The community that she comes from is like, if you're going to do powerlifting, you squat, bench, deadlift, yep. fucking 52 weeks a year and you lift heavy all the time and all that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. she wanted to, she's in that stronger, leaner, fitter kind mm-hmm. of programming that I've have mm-hmm. kind of been moving into as well as a powerlifting body composition. Um, not a one trick pony, but she was like the first couple of weeks of her programming with me in the gym. She was like, everyone's just like staring at me like, what, what the, the fuck, fuck are you doing? Are you doing? Yeah. She was like doing broad jumps, vertical leaps, slamming balls, yeah. doing cardio, fucking um, ipsy lateral loaded shit and like running drills. And she was going for runs twice a week and all this yeah. shit. And everyone was just like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Like, this Especially is not- Gym has like a <clears throat> culture or a style. Yes. Yeah. Kind of, you know, it's like that's not, you're not going to get strong doing any of that. Um, so that was a fun challenge. So she ran up until the peak program, which I think was about five weeks out. Yeah. Right. Um, was doing kind of a couple of five Ks a week. Yeah. Um, I don't actually have the exact numbers, but I know that she all time PB'd every lift. Yeah. Sick. And I was like, that's fucking mad. And now we're training for a half marathon, um, soon. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. She ran seven. So two weeks post comp, she ran seven Ks. Yeah. Unreal. Comfortably. Yeah. I was like, okay, this is gangster. Yeah, that's pretty um, sweet. So that was cool. Uh, de- biggest deadlift in her weight class by a fucking mile. She pulled 155 at 60 Small human kilos. weight. Yeah, it's sick. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> well done. Wild, yeah, bro. Yeah. Wild. Yeah, Squat 105, awesome. bench 60. So like 320 yeah. co- total. Silver yeah. medal. Um, would have got a nationals invite, but didn't want to go. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah, amazing day. Really, really good. Um, so Mads... So did the lift off in Sydney. Yeah. Um, and then I started coaching her after that. So <laughs> for those of you that follow me, you'd probably know who she is because she's on my stories all the time. But she walked into the lift off and we were just like, that is a lot of fucking muscle mass on a human. Yeah. Every yeah, time put together <laughs> yeah. a certain way, you just like, your eyes are just drawn to it. Yeah. It's like, you should like be a CrossFit athlete or a powerlifter or something. Cause you're just, just something that involves lifting weights. You're a beast. <laughs> yeah. Um, but... Really low exposure to squat, bench, and deadlift. She's basically a beginner yeah. um, coming in to that event and and moving forward. So um, she was working with Reese before. He'd done a great job, but she wanted to go sort of in a different direction. I think just like get to an online coach, someone that's not in her gym, was yeah. useful as well. So main focus for her was just like a holding her back, yeah, and learning technique execution. The, yeah. the, sometimes the skill of powerlifting is actually not sending it. The skill yeah. of powerlifting is actually sticking to a two rep and reserve on, on end, on end, on end, on end. <clears throat> the best line I think is your your technique on the platform will be the average of all of your lifts in prep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So if you squat high, more often than not, you'll squat high in the day. Of course. So that was our big focus with her and obviously get stronger and all that kind of stuff. We weren't concerned about weight classes or anything until right at the end and we we're really close. Yeah. So we're like, yeah, fuck it. So we got her yeah. into the weight class. It will be, I imagine, we've got to do it for nationals. It'll probably be a last time in that yeah. weight class. It's, gonna, like, it's not worth it. Yeah, too. get bigger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, 10 kilo squat PB, 5 kilo bench press PB, and a 10 kilo deadlift PB in a four-month turnaround. So it's like a 25 kilo jump in four weeks. It's pretty mad. Yeah, it's sick. Uh, and she smoked her last squat, but was shallow. Oh, damn. Yeah. And And that's just experience. It was like, it's one of those ones where it's like, if I had to look at the judge, I can't be upset. 
Yeah. Because she hit it and I went, ooh. Yeah. And then got reds. I was like, yeah, we can't. Yeah. Can't call it. No. Were there others on the day? Yes. Of course. It's powerlifting, man. It is what it is. If you have to look at the judge, it's questionable enough yeah. that, yeah, you have to. Yeah. Um, so I didn't know. We hadn't planned anything. And Mads is like, hey, so we're going to nationals in seven, eight weeks. I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> She's like, yeah, I applied and I got in. Like, okay. So we're going yeah, to the nationals. So yeah, that'd be cool. fun. Where's the nationals this year? Uh, it'll be in Queensland. Oh, yeah. Uh, Brisbane. I think it at the new zero there. Yeah, no. Nice. I think Thomas kind of runs it. Yeah, sick. Um, so that I oh, know it's at its own venue. It's in like a fucking. Well, yeah, like a Mad saw a photo. Yeah, yeah I like the. Oh, cool! Um, like the big, big dogs. dogs we went. To. Oh, fuck yeah! Yeah, now she's like, fuck! I'm terrified. That was really it's good. Like I, I reckon because you because you can see up, it's different to seeing flat. Terrified because you can only bro. see like the first three rows. I guess. Yeah. When you're, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fuck! Because it even the the thing will be elevated. The platform, like. Yeah. Sorry, if you're listening, Mads, like, this is going to be fun. Like, <laughs> you will have a great yeah, time. Yeah, you'll have an awesome time and you won't even think about... Just yeah. do the do Once the you're thing. out on the yeah, platform, just fucking lift. everything goes black. The weights are heavy. Yeah. Just listen to people. The sound will be better. Yeah. yeah. The G up. People just scream and be sure. sick. Yeah. So, story time for that meet. So, I opted to fly up same day, fly back. Because the cost of a higher car for the day... And the flight out was cheaper, plus the overnight accommodation. I was like, it's going to work better if I just fly out the same yeah. So, they didn't release any information about the comp for ages. And it was like 10 days before, they're like, I had two, yeah, two clients in the morning. One in the morning, two in the afternoon. Yeah. Fuck. Okay. How are we going to, how are we going to do this? So, for, I had to leave the gym at 4.30 to make my flight yeah so get there in the morning walk out sweet higher cars can be faster than an uber and it works out pretty much the same price yeah it'll be 220 bucks for the car 200 for the uber yeah get the higher car live life on my own terms that's it walk out the front door they've moved the higher car joint wait it's under construction that's oh, in the airport no the whole thing's fucking shut down fuck shuttle bus Ooh. wait five minutes on the shuttle bus 15 minute drive to where the cars are to get the car okay so that's shortened my day I'm already stressed because I know that this is going to go long because there's heaps of yeah. entries and stuff that I didn't know at the time I figured just like a couple of passes that's why they held off so long telling you how it's going to yeah, go yeah yeah and they started the second meet of the day at yeah. one o'clock I'm like fuck okay so got to got down to it I'm like alright if I have to be out the door at 4.30 to make my flight gets to 3.30 I'm like you guys are going to do your first lift at 4.30. So the best solution for me right now is to drive to the airport, watch the live stream, and message Jackson your attempts from there. So I got three quarters of the way there, pulled into a servo to top up the car, opened the live stream, and I think Irina hit her first deadlift. Yeah. And I was like, okay, send the attempt. Filled up, drove around the corner, parked, send the attempt, send the attempt, send the attempt. <laughs> drove into the high car, keys over, walked through the airport. I think I stood at the gate for like five minutes and then walked straight on the plane and got home. It's fucking wild. But oh like God. that's the best moment of of the powerlifting <laughs> the day deadlift. is the last deadlift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that's the... We've done all the stuff now. We can actually relax and let our hair down and have yeah, a good time and celebrate and shit. Yeah. And yeah, I wasn't there, so I was pretty gutted about that. Yeah, it sucks. But that's okay. 
Then Sunday just gone. Like I said, had the comp I was supposed to compete in. Um, Ben's Army Ballarat hosted another APL meet, not a qualifier. Um, we spoke about Maddie on the different Maddie on the podcast last week. Yeah. Um, had some back issues, bit of a chaotic last couple of days. So I'm not sure where we're at when we did the podcast, but she messaged me Thursday that she'd been to the doctor. And the doctor said, I'm pretty sure you got a broken rib. Ooh. I need to send you for scans to find out. It's like, yeah. well, we don't have enough time for that. <laughs> so I was like, okay, will you please go see Ali? And I had to do the like, yeah. when you go, if Ali says this is potential to get much worse, we're not competing. Yeah, of course. I have to be, I have to look out for your best interest in the next month, not just tomorrow. 100%. There's always another comp. That's it. Blah, 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 Such blah. a good mentality to have like as a coach <laughs> to say that. Like, yeah. It's just, there was always another one. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, but if Ali, I'm fucking all in if Ali gives you the all clear. Yeah. So we were at the gym Friday morning, get three minutes from Ali. It's just a strain. We're all good. I don't think she's going to make anything worse. You might just have to pull her attempts back a little bit, yeah. but she'll be fine. Do the Voltaren diet. Yep. Voltaren rub and diet. <laughs> so... Get to the meet, get everything sorted. It was a little bit chaotic. It wasn't the most organized meet I've ever been to, but it was fine. Everything ran on time and shit. It was just yeah. a bit. For someone who was doing their first comp. Yeah, they're just finding their feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so, missed first rack call. Damn. So, squat, stand up. Rack. Wait to rack. Yeah. Racked the bar too early. I was like, okay. And then... So, general rule of thumb as a coach is if someone red lights, you don't put the weight up. I was just about to ask you that. Does it depend on how? So, you, yeah, we... Yeah. <laughs> okay. But if you put it up and they miss, they're not hitting it on the third. Mm. So, if you put it up, you run the risk of them missing and then they're and they're bomb. They're out of yeah. the It's all over. Yeah, true. So, you've got to get that. You've just got to get one on the board. I've never been... So fucking anxious at a powerlifting meet, including my own. Yeah. Chipped it five five kilos. Mark, you're fine. You're fine. We're all good. The first one flew up though, right? It was fast enough. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, just wait for the call. But I didn't know how her back was going to hold up. Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> Chipped it. Probably shouldn't have. Did it get? There? She got it. Okay. Oh, fuck. Thank fuck. All right. Chipped it again. Smoked her third. Okay, so for probably just confidence. Probably just confidence. Wait for it. Okay. Got so excited that she got it. Racked again. Racked it. Fuck. So I was like, okay, uh, we have to pull this back in. Did the like, all right, you've got five minutes. You can be upset. You can cry. You can be mad. You can do whatever. After five minutes, it's done. Yeah. Just we focus it, on bench yeah, press. That's it. She went six from six. PB to bench. PB to deadlift. And have a fucking great day after that. Yeah. Or against like, the nerves like oh. as well. But, like especially so much. So is that first time or just yeah first time yeah. and bro. So they're out east. So Ballarat's like two two and a half hour drive. But yeah. They're all going to Bali the next day. Her and a bunch of her friends. Oh real. She had fucking ten people there, bro. That's sick. Which was mad, but I think also like yeah, it adds to she the had nerves I reckon. Twenty five percent, maybe more of the crowd. I saw um the photo and like Karim's like Karim storage space. Jacked. Yeah, storage space like looks like he's ready to fucking smash yeah. someone. <laughs> so yeah, it was just like fuck. Love you, Karim. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, that was good. She, we probably missed out on maybe ten kilos, I reckon. Yeah. Um, just with attempt selection based on her back, but yeah, yeah, like she has a lot of potential. Yeah, it's sick. So she just made the weight. No, she missed the weight by five hundred grams. We were not trying to hit it at yeah. all. Um, but she posted a photo yesterday in the, in a pool at Bali. She's got four abs. Yeah, it's sick. I'm like, we are going to get you bigger, yep. stronger. Um, probably switch to sumo. She's probably more favoured to <laughs> weight sumo. Weight moves weight. Woos, woos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the right kind of weight, yes. Um, so, yeah, that's exciting. And the main yeah, thing yeah. Was, was like, while we were there, uh, so where I competed last time, out yeah. that side of town, Lilydale. Was that when we stayed at the... Yeah. And we did the mini golf? Yeah. yeah so, they're running a meet in December. Um, yeah. And they had a couple of competitors there. I'm like, when's your next one? They're like, oh, we're doing the Christmas kind of thing. Cool. And I was like, sick. I sort of just, we'll do that. And Maddie yeah. was like, yeah. And then straight after, he's like, oh, I can't wait for December. I was like, okay, yeah. that's that's all I wanted. I just wanted, even after the turbulent fortnight, you just had a good time. Yeah, it's so important, eh? Like, uh, like that's my, my number one thing. Yeah. It's like, did you have fun? Yeah. Yeah, was the five months or whatever it was worth it? Yeah. Because you know, if it wasn't, yeah, it's like, did how much of that was, like, did I, or could I have influenced? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How much pressure do I put on you or anything like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. What's the what's the what's up, guys? So before we move on, just wanted to make sure you guys know about our free resources on the website. So go to www.stcfit.com forward slash resources and take advantage of our free body transformation guide, our SBD guide, and our body transformation quiz. What's the day? The planning of the day like? Like I know when I have. So making it about me and contest prep for the people who actually want to listen to something exciting. <laughs> um, I really have to micromanage the day, Yeah, I find. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you get up, you do this, you eat your first meal. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. um, once they say like, you know, come over to here, like, you know, before that you've got like your pump up and yeah. you know, hit this sequence of movements, do your posing, like get to stage, like come back, like have some water, have some food. Like, do you... Do you have to micromanage the day like that? Or is it just like, hey, these are your warm-ups? Like, you know, even like questions and stuff. Like, do you do a scoping session? Like, you know, are there lots of questions? Like, how does that kind of day go down from a coach's perspective? And what do you expect of your athlete? So, personally, yeah, my goal is to reduce as much of that as possible. Yeah. So, I get the question, what should I eat? What do you eat when you train? Yeah. Eat that. 100%. What do you eat when before you deadlift? Well, you're not going to have a bowl of pasta because the belt's going to press on you, so you don't eat that. Um, what about the day before? Should I carb up? Like, don't eat anything <laughs> that you would normally eat. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Like, you don't carb up to train. Don't carb up to fucking compete. Yeah. The micromanagement is particularly if you're there. The micromanagement's the psychological. Yeah. Do I need to go up or down with the person? Yeah, yeah. So Maddie was very um, turn the dial up. I uh, sorry, turn the dial down. Yeah, because there was a lot of people there. There was lots of noise going on. She's um, very like get up and about, but mistakes yeah. happen in your first meet at yeah. that. So it was actually keeping her chilled. There was a lot of hand on the traps. There was a lot of <clears throat> like literally holding her through the crowd to be like, "We're gonna go stand over here." Mm. Then don't you don't have to chalk now. You're gonna have a minute. Yeah, stay yeah. back here. Now when they go to the bar, then we'll go chalk. Yep. And you can watch and then it's all good. Yep. Um, so there was a lot of that stuff yeah. for Mads. And then we had a really interesting group in Sydney, for example, where there was a couple of people that like 
obviously when they're trained, they're just there to have a laugh. Yeah. And then when they were at comp, it was the same. And one of my competitors in particular needed their own space. And I'm like that when I compete. I'm like, I need yeah. to be in my in, own space. Yeah, in the zone. To go and do my thing. And if you're laughing, I'm going to punch you. Like, <laughs> fuck off, leave me alone. That's not my thing. Yeah. So, it was a lot of like, hey, come over yeah. here. Managing the Stand personalities. Yeah. And, and, and kind of get that going. So, yeah. Yeah, I think the micromanagement's more on that. In terms of warm-ups and stuff, it's like you have your general lower, your general yeah. upper that you do before each lift yeah. anyway, or your, or your, your exercise-specific warm-up. Mm. I usually have a spreadsheet that I put their opener into and it spits out yeah. what's going to happen for their opening lift so they don't have to think it. They think about as least as possible. I get them to eat after squats because yeah. it doesn't really affect bench press. Yeah. And then I just get them to have all yeah. of the caffeine before deadlifts. Jack them up for deads. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's I think it's really important to just take those inputs away where you can. So yeah. like the goal is really just go and follow. Like yeah. the 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 plan is still there for the day. Like it's not the day is not in absence of the plan. Perfect nutrition maybe gives you two and a half kilos. Yeah. The wrong headspace takes twenty. Yeah. Maybe twenty five. Yeah. The right headspace can put 10, 15, 20 on. Like it can be a 40 kilo swing. Yeah, I think it's knowing where the value is. Like if you know that, where like for us, it's like, like headspace is important, but it's like- If it doesn't, like outside of how you pose, like it doesn't affect how you look. Wrong wrong nutrition. Yeah. Fucking- Breaks it down. There goes five months. Yeah. You know, like yeah. see ya. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. So it's funny when you look at, well, not funny, but it's interesting like- just knowing where those trade-offs are and the yeah. cost and benefit as well. Yeah. You know, like even, you know, we get obviously a really common peak week strategy is slamming yourself with fucking water and yeah. peeling it down to the end of the the end of the week and not yeah. drinking anything for the day. Is it an effective strategy? I would disagree. Mm. Can you get an, a, a really valuable outcome from it? Yeah. But it's like, you know, hitting a fucking bullseye on a barn door. You know, yeah. it's like you might look the best you possibly have up to date for half an hour. Yeah. And then you might look like a fucking Trash. water balloon, yeah. you know, or like a, a, a plastic bag full of sand Yeah. after that. So it's like, what is the cost to benefit? Like, are we talking about percentages that don't exist or don't matter? Sorry. You know, it's the two kilos on the bar. It's like, yeah. or do we put you in the better position to ensure you bring your best or perform your best and like just hit the numbers or, you know, have this physique that is presentable yeah. on the day. And I feel like, yeah, people who chase those little one percenters first in absence of like the overarching thing, because yeah. there's going to be people who like the nutrition is going to matter. Yeah. Like will, yeah, what he eats and how he does it and all that stuff is probably a thing. Yeah. Cause he's, he's done enough meats correct. that his mentality is under control. Yeah. And yeah. yeah and it's like, that's it. It's like, he's got the experience to manage himself on the day or he's got the right people around him to manage him on the day. Yeah. So then it's like that, it's that next step now. Yeah. You know, so it's like, I think it's important that. And you're competing for a, you're deadlifting yeah. for first at pro raw. Not, not your first your amateur meet. Participant you know. medal. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so important to just like assess the room, mm. you know, keep these people in the sport, you know, build longevity yeah you know create a good experience for that person it's like you know not managing their psychological state and then bombing it and it being the worst day ever yeah like that's on you man i think when you as thinking about this driving home i would rather be the coach that a client goes home thinking they could do more yeah than the coach whose client goes home frustrated they miss lifts yeah i agree 
I think that I would rather, if I had to choose between those two things, yeah, be upset with me that I didn't let you put it up. Mm. Like we were going to try, I think a bench uh, for Mads, we were going to try and do 60 kilos was the goal. Yeah. She did it in the gym, but her butt lifted. So it was like, yeah. doesn't count. It's going to be sketchy. Yeah. And I went 57.5. I was like, I know you'll get that. Yeah. And she did. It's like, she went home. That was from the other podcast, the pain versus the ending. Yeah. If she had a, yeah. had a shit time for the Agreed. rest, it's like her memory when she looks back is like, oh, squats was chaos, but I made some mistakes. Yeah. But everything else I executed really well and I had a really fun time. Yeah. So, yeah, I think you've got to put all of that into consideration. I would rather be the coach that leaves 5% on the table yeah. than overshoots by five yeah. and you go home with fucking four from nine and feel like yeah. you're a failure. Yeah, I think out of the people that are trying to take home the event it's yeah. like your your goal is to increase the likelihood of a good outcome yeah and and there's the best outcome for once you start playing at a higher level yeah you start actually looking at what other people are doing yeah so there was a moment at uh, New South Wales that Irina showed up on the board a second yeah and I was like I know she's got a fucking mean deadlift and she's only 25 kilos behind. Yeah. I'm like, okay, we're, I'm going to have to keep an eye on that. And we're going to, if we have to pull for the win and it's 160 on the bar, it's 160 on the bar. You're pulling for yeah. the win. It's happening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I realized that their subtotal had actually already included their first deadlift. Yeah. And I was like, okay, so that yeah, gap's so going to be too far of a bridge to cross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't worry about that. Now, what's the best you could possibly do? Yeah. And that's what we focused on. So there's yeah. there's that stuff that happens in powerlifting where it's like, I'm pretty sure you can even at the start, like when I was at nationals, because I knew both of the guys were going to be looking for medals. Yeah. Um, Steph and Aaron back in the day. Um, I was like, what's their subtotal of openers? Mm. Where are you sitting? How far are you going to come back when? Yeah. And it's like, okay, so if you beat his squat or match or beat his squat by two kilos, you win. Yeah. So I pushed a little bit. He got it, thankfully. I think he went Aaron went nine for nine. Yeah. Um, and lost by I think it was hundred and fifty grams body weight. Body weight? Yeah. Which is devastating. Because to I told shit. him to eat all day. You need to take shit. I'm like, you well under your weight, just eat. Yeah. And you lost by two hundred grams. I'm like, yeah. fuck. Well that's dude. a lesson learned there, you know yeah. what I mean? Like So Can you see the other people's lifts before the event? Only the like the previous, no. oh, only like you follow them and shit and they post it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Do you yeah. do you have any like do you have any situations where you have to manage people's expectations? Yeah, so I had that yeah. call with with Maddie. So yeah. Maddie was in the same weight class as Irina. Yeah, and totaled twenty kilos less and was a second round invite to nationals. Yeah, we're not going there for a medal. Yeah, but we're going to have a really good time, more experience. It's a cool opportunity. Yeah, yeah. And then I think within 12 months we can make an impact on that meet. Yeah. yeah yeah so we'll probably do like december to qualify so we've got more time and mm -hmm. then aim for nationals the following yeah. year so I, we had to have when she messaged me i actually ignored the message for a bit because i was like we need to have a conversation because i like yeah you're there's actually quite a big gap like 50 60 kilo gap in total yeah from the compete to be really competitive on the day so i just need to make yeah. sure you're aware of that and we're going for the right reasons yeah but I think she's been powerlifting for 
six months, eight months, yeah, yeah, yeah a long time. <laughs> so good trajectory. I, th- I think we can make an impact, and it's worthwhile to get the experience. Yep. And that was the other thing. I'm like, you go after flights, you got accommodation, you've got cost of entry, you've got all that shit. You got to consider. Yeah. To not make up the numbers, like it's not that disrespectful, but it's like you're you going for see you. what the reward is for it. Yeah. And it has to be personal. Yeah. You can't be taking home the. I don't even know what you get. Medal? Yeah. Is it a medal you guys get? Yeah. Or something. Correct, yeah. yeah. So yeah. yeah, just knowing you're in it for the right reasons. So yeah, that's the powerlifting recap, Jason. Interesting. I have a couple of. Uh, talking points or discussion points uh, that I would like to bring up if you're keen. Can I go uh, one one that I want to ask you about the topic we just covered? Competitors yeah. specific? Yeah, yeah. What's up, guys? So before we move on, just a little bit more information for those people who are curious about coaching. Maybe they want someone to take care of their training, get a bit more specific, take it to the next level, or even just keep them accountable to all of the things that they need to do. So again, you guys can go onto the website, get a little bit more information. It's got all the information on there on what's involved to take your training to the next level. You can hit the inquiry button, and then we'll get on a strategy call and see what we can do for you. So I heard a stat the other day that being hyperneurotic about your goal, yeah, on average, results in a 5% better outcome. Yep. So if you're a competitor... And you go from, say you lose 10% body fat to get in shape for your comp. Yep. Add 5% to that would be, what's that, 0.5 of a percent. So instead of being 6%, you'd be 0.5%. You'd be 5.5% body fat. Yeah. That's a trade-off for lost sleep, like the the psychological noise and stuff that would go on in your brain. Okay. I'm trying to work out what hyperneuroticism means, but... I can't look it up straight away. So basically, yeah, like creating a world of anxiety around your goal. Think of it that way. <sighs> okay. So it's the the wake yourself up at 3 a.m. Am I going to make it? Am I going to do this? Yeah. Yeah. So that you're saying if you think or, uh, or behave that way. Across life outcomes, you'll get yeah. a 5% better outcome than if you didn't. Okay. So if you're a personal trainer who clocks in, clocks out. Yeah. And you're not crazy neurotic about it. Yeah. You'd make 5%. Less. Less. Okay. Or get 5% less outcomes yeah, across yeah. a broad spectrum of outcomes. It's five. I think the quoted one was five to 15. Yeah. 15 makes, for me, 15% on a powerlifting total. It's huge. 15% of Body fat. 300 is mm. 15, 30 is 45 kilos. 15% of the total body fat someone could lose over a contest prep is like you fucking make up the numbers because you paid for it or you're... Chasing yeah. for a place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so if you lost 10%, yeah. it's an extra 1.5%. Yeah, yeah, correct, yeah, which yeah. is fucking huge in so that scale. So I think the message I took from it is you need to make sure you hand-select the thing that you decide to be neurotic about. Yeah. Because, say, say for this example, right, like we talked about me competing. Yeah. For me to go, I'm not going to say what my income is, but for me to add, let's say, middle ground, 10%, yeah. For me to add 10% income or revenue to our business and have a positive impact on 10% more people and get 10% more outcomes mm. is way more valuable than 60 kilos on my powerlifting total. Yep. Because I, I total 620. Yeah. So 10% is another 60 kilos. Yeah, okay. So I would trade an extra 10% of my income before I traded life for that. Yeah, I understand. 
And that's yeah. the swap we were talking about the other week in terms of like when we were fucking, you would do anything to build 10% more muscle. Mm. And that's all you thought about. And that was mm. your whole life revolved yeah. around that. So that's that neuroticism around yeah. that thing. Yeah, sort of three to five kilos a year had to be done. Yeah, so yeah. if you take that five kilos a year and turn it into, what's 3% of five? 200 grams. Yeah. So to add an extra 200 grams, that's when you start to be like, yeah, trade us not with it. Yeah. Is there a question there? Or just an open yeah. discussion. Yeah, So the yeah. thought now, right? So if you were like, if I if I am all consumed, call it that, instead of the yeah. hyperneuroticism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I'm totally consumed by the pursuit of adding as much muscle mass as possible, yeah, I will add 300 grams more than if yeah. I behave yeah. consistently with my goals, but I don't think about it outside of the execution. Yeah. Yeah, I think you got to... That trade-off's not worth it. Yeah, well, to most people, probably yeah. not. Yeah, but that's the difference at... Well, that, isn't that the difference at the top, though? Yeah. Like, I just look at... But um, I, I also think there's only a certain amount of capacity you have to be neurotic about a certain amount of things. Yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, if you, well, just look at bodybuilders. Yeah. So, professional bodybuilders, they're only that's neurotic it. about bodybuilding. Yeah. Everywhere else, like, you know, you hear stories like this, all they do is eat, sleep, and train. Yeah. Because they probably don't have the capacity to do anything, to do anything else. And then yeah. when they start to like expand their business and do whatever, yeah. it's usually on the tail end of their career because they've worked out that for the next five years, pumping drugs and yeah. you know smashing themselves with calories isn't really going to catapult them to the stratosphere of bodybuilding and get the return that they want. Yeah. And then it's the same for your hyper-successful CEOs. <clears throat> yeah. Their home life sucks. Their relationship with their kids sucks. Their whatever sucks, but their business is elite. Yeah. yeah. Because they were... That ten percent, yeah. ten percent, ten percent. Yeah, ten percent of a million dollars is a lot. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Well, I think you, like you said, you just have to. I think you have to be selective with where you're neurotic, and you have to be selective with who you're neurotic with at what time. Yeah. You know, yeah. because it's like going like, it's like using Maddie for an example with her first comp, or using Jess as an example for her first comp the other week. It's like going neurotic on absolutely every element of their prep, just isn't necessary. Yeah. You know, but then it's like okay. Now you've had a favorable outcome. You can see a future in this sport. You can, you know, we've got this long-term plan, plan and ambitions. You know, um, I'm not sure how far Maddie wants to go, but I know Jess wants to improve. And obviously, like, because she got a good placing last time, we have to bring a better package. Now. Yeah. And if she's placing and she's coming first and second and third, that's the fucking benchmark now. <clears throat> yeah. So it's like, okay, the neuroticism has to go up now. Like the the yeah. the level of not even neuroticism, like the level of focus attention. and attention to detail yeah. has to go up. It's like the, the you know, you, you can't be missing meals and have me say like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. You can't be like missing workouts, you know, regularly. You can't be, um, you know, taking your, your foot off the gas and stuff with training and not doing your warm ups and, and being negligent, getting injured and all that stuff. Like you can't, if your outcome is X, mm. everything that we need to do here has to, be done all these all these cards need to be flipped over in order to achieve that yeah and i think it's about knowing just the level of like of expectation or, or the level of detail that person wants has and is willing to do and then us as coaches like making sure that they yeah hit that level i found it really interesting because i did both ends of the spectrum yeah it was like for a super high achiever who has a very clear and concise goal <clears throat> that's a really valuable discussion to have to make sure that the trade-off's worth it for the outcome yeah. It's like, if you do this, this is the difference it's going to make and this is the outcome you're going to get. And you make a conscious decision to be like, yeah, I'm fucking in. Yeah. Whereas if you think about like, uh, let's say like 10% better outcome, you're sitting around 12% body fat. 
for yeah. example, and we've talked about like, ah, I just don't know if I really want to push beyond yeah. that because there's events and there's whatever. So like if you accepted that now the next level, you walk around 10%. Yeah. It's like, are you willing to trade off Yeah. every part of space you have in your mind Yeah. for that 2%? Yeah. Can't right, right now. Right now, no. No, and I, I can't. Think, I think that's a valuable... It's a really interesting, I guess, insight into the thinking. Yeah, I can't... It ties into that choose your regret thing. Yeah, yeah. And it's not... Yeah, I agree. It's like, I can't at the moment, but it doesn't mean that I can't ever. Ever, yeah. Yeah, it's like, I just... The trade-off just isn't worth it. Yeah. We got so much stuff to do. Yeah. And I think for me, like, my test is what do I go to sleep when I wake up thinking about? Yeah. If I look at my carbs, it is. <laughs> put these down. Yeah, and that and that's where it gets a bit weird. And that's where I think this conversation is useful. Because it's like, I get out of the shower and I think about it. Yeah. Because I'm like, fuck you, soft, fat piece of <laughs> shit. <laughs> so hard on you. And then I go, oh, I've got to go film some content. Yeah. Like, whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's still, that just yeah. gets, like, this is still the number one thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a, I think it's an important thing to understand. And I look, I think it's a valuable lesson as a coach too, because like, if you've got lifestyle clients, so when we call them lifestyle clients, they're just like, you know, want to look good, want to yeah. be strong, like, you know, they might take it seriously, but there's no like event. Mm-hmm. You have a spectrum of t- attention to detail that you now know exists mm-hmm. and you can hold these people accountable along that spectrum. Yeah. So I've got clients at the moment and it's like, yeah, they want to be jacked. They want to be the biggest version of themselves and whatever. If they hit, if they miss a meal or you know have a shitty workout with the nutrition and stuff, uh, sorry, a shitty weekend with the nutrition, I'm like, hey man, like you want to get to this goal. Yeah we're holding you accountable in all these areas. This is where you're missing out on. Like, we yeah. need to kind of lift. But that's pretty much it. It's like, mm. oh, yeah, sweet coach. Like, yeah. you know, I'll do whatever. I think it's also separate to behaviors. Yeah. It's, Elaborate. So, if you still did the behavior, yeah, but you, like every I and every T probably isn't crossed the same because you haven't spent. Yeah. Like, I, w- I would go to bed. I would, like, do my squat 200 times before I did it the day, next day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess I'm like, I used to have my meals planned out. I was like six, nine, yeah. 12, three. So it's that how six, much like, space does it take up in your mind and how much yeah. do you think about it is the neuroticism element. Yeah. So like you said, say you've got a general fat loss client who wants to lose 10 kilos. You can have them never think about anything else. Well, like not never, but you know, <laughs> take up most yeah. of their emotional bandwidth in their thought with eating training, movement, fat loss, whatever. Yeah. And they can lose 10 kilos. Yeah. Or they can lose nine kilos. Yeah. And just go to the gym and eat well. Mm. Yeah. I guess you leave that choice up to the person, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I think it's also as a coach, some starts to step into responsibility of like pointing that out. Yeah. Like when clients say like, I'm fucking... Scored myself four out of five because I had dinner with my mum and I couldn't track it. Yeah. Like, nah. <laughs> That's a fucking five. 4.9. Yeah. Like, it couldn't have... You fucking nailed the week. You did exactly yeah. what was expected of you. If you did this week in, week out, you would 100% achieve the goal that you want to achieve. Yeah. So, like, this is a big... I think we might score that out of 10 in the future. I think so too. Need more of it. Yeah. Because then it's like... And you can use points. Yeah. Because then so, it's like, oh, 100%. So, it's like 100% of your meals. It's like, oh, I'm 9.75. I'm missing one meal. Yeah. 
Yeah, like which is like, sense. I think that's a valuable thing for clients to think about, for us to think about, and then to sit in front of the person and be like, cool. You can, because mm. we do that conversation already, we just never thought of it in this way. Yeah. Like, I've got clients that don't track weekends because in the past they've tracked weekends and gone crazy about it. Yeah. The hyper focus on food and shit. The, the only, the only caveat or like me playing devil's advocate is you have to not be overly, have an overly acceptance style of coaching to do that. Yeah. I, th- I, I agree, but that's behavior dependent not mindset dependent. Yeah, I guess so. So missing your meals is behavioral. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Let I'll finish and then mm. um you can go down that cuz that's still valuable. So what I mean by that is like there's going to be people out there that are going to take someone's ability to get that extra kilo and tell them that it's not worth it. Yeah. And I think that that is a decision that is entirely up to that person. Yeah. And even though the coach knows that that's going to take a lot to get there, yeah, they shouldn't really be influencing. Correct. Yeah. yeah, they shouldn't get in the way of that. They should go look like this is your circumstance right now. Yeah, you know this. Uh, like remember, willing and abil- willingness yeah, yeah, yeah. and ability. Right. Like yeah. you got to have both of those things to achieve any outcome. Yeah. So if you're trying to chase like you know hyper you know hyper attention to detail, not missing meal workouts, you know to, even to the times and whatever. Yeah. You. I have to give that person a choice. It's like, hey, you're not hitting all of this stuff, but if you still want to get, you know, within this spectrum of of the of the outcome, we can just dial it down a little bit and you can achieve this. Like, yeah. what do you think? Rather than there's going to be coaches out there, and we see it now, it's like, you know, coaching is a, a really valuable thing in understanding how to have conversations and in, you know, obstacles and overcoming all of that shit is really valuable. But you don't want to be that person that's just downselling like that person's dreams and outcomes just yeah. because you can have a coaching conversation with someone Correct, and say, yeah. Hey, you know what? You don't have to do all that. You can just be kind of cool the way you are right now. Like we just don't want to kind of go down that route like yeah. as, as well. Like, yeah. So I think the concept is designed based on behaviors being the same. So you still yeah. show up to the gym, you still do your meals, you're still whatever. And that's not taken away from the coaching thing. It's like, yeah. no, you still have to do the stuff. Yeah. You just don't have to hate yourself when you don't. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. yeah so it's yeah. like, or even though you did the thing, you still don't think it's di- good enough and you're still self-deprecating and you're still blah, 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 blah. Like, yeah. me getting out of the shower and saying I'm soft, weak <laughs> piece of shit. It's like, yeah, you totaled 510, you can run 5Ks yeah, and you'll beat Jason in golf on Sunday. <laughs> I'll stay with it. <laughs> we'll see, mate. We'll see. Um, so, yeah, but and for me, I think the line I use the most is we can. Yeah. So... It usually comes the other way for me where I'll have a high performer who's been a high performer in a lot of their life and now they're in a different life situation. Yeah. Sounds familiar. You attract to yourself, right? So someone comes in and they're like, oh, like I um, should be doing this, should be doing that, should be doing this. It's like, well, I've given you a leeway of 5% on your macros. You're within those and you got a positive outcome. We're winning. We could go to a meal plan and we could structure this and we could structure that. What that's going to do is impact your relationship with your husband, your relationship with your children, your relationship with yourself. Yeah. So we can, and I'm, if you want to go to that elite kind of mindset for it, we can do that, but you got to think about the trade-offs that are going to come with that. Of course. So you tell me what you want to do. Of course. Rather than being the coach, the, the flip side of your coin, was the people that are like, all in and, the people and that are like, oh, it's okay, you do whatever you want. It's like, you need to fucking 
Yeah. You were three grams out on your protein. You need to pull your fucking head in. Yeah, yeah. it's like that. Yeah. It's the same kind of bullshit. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. I can see both sides to it. But like, it just comes down to being a, like, being, like, it's like being a good coach. But it's like, it just comes down to assessing every individual scenario within that person's life yeah. in in reflection to what they're trying to achieve as well. Yeah. Because they've got to match up. Yeah. Like, you've got to go, is this a realistic opportunity to achieve this outcome with all of the things that are involved in this particular individual's life. Yeah. It's why we profile their lifestyle. It's why we profile their personality. It's why we get an idea of what kind of goals they want. A lot of chips have to kind of fall the right way for you to achieve. Like if you, if people already could achieve the outcome, they'd already have it. Yeah. Like they wouldn't be hiring a coach or they wouldn't be working towards this thing with this strict structured plan. Like they'd be just doing it already. Yeah. So you need, to, yeah, it's like without this, obviously making it a fucking coaching podcast, but with coaches, um, it's just knowing all of those things and then like treating each person individually rather than like, oh, I'm a bodybuilder and I fucking do all this stuff. So that means everybody should. Yeah. You know, I hold myself to the highest regard and I'm, you know, got this huge attention to detail. Yeah. So if you don't follow this and you're not getting the outcome, that's your fault and you just need to follow the plan. Pretty better. It's like, yeah. Come on, man. Like, yeah. that, that's old. So take home is have that consideration for yourself. <clears throat> Would yeah. you trade all your mental space for a 10% better outcome with your training? body fat whatever mm. and then adjust accordingly yeah because if you had sat me in this chair two years ago I would have said yes yeah but I, I, sometimes I think without this dragging on like sometimes I think that like there's a time when that is valuable yeah that's and what I mean so two years yeah, ago if yeah. I you had sat in here and said like hey you know you're only going to total 10% I'd be like that's fucking 60 kilos yeah yeah not, like I'm I feel like doing it. there's Let's a pa- like a bit of um <laughs> I feel like there's a bit of like for lack of a better term like passiveness that you have with your strength and your physique once you've done all that yeah like like we are a reflection of like reps years of and reps and yeah, repetition yeah, yeah. yeah you know so now it's like if you miss a workout mm. like you're not fucking it, it's so insignificant when you think about the amount of workouts that you've done and you miss one yeah. like from a ratio perspective miss a meal it's like I've yeah. eaten th- 50,000 meals I think it's almost know? the other way it's you don't miss the workout you just go with the intent to train because yeah. you like training yeah, yeah you don't go with the intent that if I don't I'm a, I'm a piece of shit yeah or the session wasn't yeah, or, good enough or, or the whatever it, but if you it, you could also argue that like if for whatever reason that you just couldn't go to the gym that day, it's okay. Say Cleo gets super sick. Yeah, I'm not gonna go. Oh fuck! I'm gonna drop her off at the vet and hit the gym. Yeah, yeah. You know when like I literally like said goodbye to my granddad and had to go to the gym. Yeah. You know because I was in contest prep, yeah. so it's like I wouldn't do that anymore. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. There would never be a circumstance where I would that would ever that would happen, happen to me. Yeah. But it's like I had to go to the gym. I had to do my cardio. I, had to, I took the meals to the funeral and all that kind of shit. So there's yeah. like, do I regret doing that? No, mm. I definitely don't. Yeah. Um, would I do it now? No. So, yeah. I, but like, would the answers be different? Yeah, and if I, I think, hadn't done it, I think that in of itself is the important part of the message because I think there are times where that ten percent is worth it, and I'm the type of person who has to have at least one thing that I'm neurotic about. Yeah. Uh, there's no like carefree life for me. Yeah, I'm I going agree. to sleep thinking oh, about yeah, something. Nah. I'm waking up thinking about something. Yeah. Like that. That's. Yeah, I feel like that's like walking into the gym without a program. Yeah. It's like, uh, like if I was doing that in life, like, fuck. Yeah. I'm scattered enough in the gym without a program. <laughs> like, so I've got, I will always have that. It's just making a purposeful decision around what that is and what the outcome is going to be. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's good. I think we might wrap it up there. My, um, my gums are clapping because I've been talking so much and I need more water. <laughs> <Some> food, yeah. <laughs> and food. I'm fucking starving. If you can't hear my stomach, 
uh, or if you can, I apologize. Yeah, or it could be mine. Yeah, mine is just <laughs> screaming at me like, what are you doing, Jason? Barbells right. and banter. Barbells and banter. Whatever. Yep. Barbells banter. Share. Share, like, share, subscribe. subscribe. Yep. That's Do it. The All the things. Spread See you guys next time. Bye.